episode three, season two of the Problematic Podcast. And if you made it this long, thanks. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you willing to, to hear me out, to bitch, to ramble, to, you know, to comment on, on pop culture and societal bullshit and, and yeah, just, just let me like go off the dome stream of consciousness. Honestly, this podcasting, it's, man, it's come a long way. It's, it's come a long way. I I remember the first podcast I remember encountering was probably getting dug with high, um, uh, obviously hosted by Doug Benson. Uh, so yeah, I mean, pretty much like he would just have comedians as guests. They smoke a lot of ganj. They play like little, little trivia games and stuff like that. And, you know, and from there, you know, they, they have an organic conversation and, and I was hooked. I was hooked. Um, and then from there, that was kind of like the gateway of, you know, the other mainstream podcasts, Rogan, Marin, um, you know, This American Life, uh, so many, so many. And, and that was an avenue to like getting into like all these comedic podcasts, like Your Mom's House and Tiger Belly and Whiskey Ginger and Congratulations by um, Chris D'Elia. Um, but it's it's interesting and, and it's not... It's not only, um, it not only displays the art of conversation. I don't know. It's, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to pinpoint why podcasts are so successful, but I I think what separates it from, from a, a platform like radio is because it's less manufactured and it feels like you are a detective listening to a wiretap and you're just in your van just having at it laughing at these you know dumbass criminals or you know insightful <laughs> criminals or or what have you um but but yeah man the the podcasting world has come a long way and you know I'm I'm an amateur I I'm not a professional of any sort I just like to ramble and I like to talk shit and I like to comment on trending topics and and I and I like extending the dialogue I and sometimes I like playing devil's advocate I like ruffling feathers that's my thing that's my thing um but yeah speaking of the podcast world uh Rogan has just signed an exclusive deal with Spotify that will come into play this year, September 1st. So essentially, all of Rogan's content now belongs to Spotify. Yes, Rogan has sold his soul to Spotify. Um, and, you know, he has a pretty strong following. So I don't see, you know, the decline of his audience or his listeners or what have you. But, um, but 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 I like the the layout of YouTube, cause uh, cause yeah you know that's that's mainly how I uh, 
how I enjoy podcasts. Like it's it's always nice to have a visual, see you know, see their expressions, see the you know the shit that they pull up, and 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 yeah, um, you know, it, you just gain a better insight of of who who's talking, who the hosts are, who the guests are, the atmosphere. Um, you know, you, you just feel like you're you're a part of that community. Um, but yeah, going back to Rogan, um, you know, it's it was I, th- I think what was it a hundred a hundred million dollar deal? That's that's big shit. You know, who's to say where it's gonna go from there? Um, I I feel like Spotify is definitely you know, making a name for themselves. Like, they're, they're a huge giant in the, in the music streaming world. Um, you know, they might be the Netflix of the music streaming world. Uh, but, you know, I mean, that's probably not even a fair comparison at this point because Netflix is, their stocks have been dropping immensely, especially, you know, thanks to other streaming services like Prime and, and to be in Crunchyroll, I Crunchyroll, I, I believe that's the one that like showcases um, anime and and other and other cartoons, something like that. But yeah, it's there's there's some heavy competition, and uh, yeah, so he's no longer gonna be independent. And I know you know there's gonna be a handful of those fans who you know, feel like they're, like, there's something being stripped away from them, and, oh, Rogan's going mainstream, blah, 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 and honestly, I mean, from what I've read, it might be more beneficial, just because I know YouTube doesn't pay as much for uh, streams than uh, Spotify. Spotify pays a little bit more, and yeah, it's like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a cent like per player something like that but but yeah um but it's it looks good for spotify though because i mean if we're talking about a rogan podcast we're not talking about uh, a three minute uh and 20 second song we're talking about three possibly four hours of content um but but yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see how this goes. I mean, I, ironically enough, um, our episodes are could be found on Spotify. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I haven't really adjusted to the Spotify format. No disrespect. Um, but like I said, we'll 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 see how this, how this uh, transitions. Um, you know, I don't know. And who's to say, like, Spotify may be a pretty big contender with other music labels. So, yeah, I mean, for nearly 100 years, <laughs> I mean, that might be hyperbolized, but who's to say, um, you know, the big three conglomerates that, that control the, the music business are Universal, Sony, and Warner. Um, so... You know, now Spotify, they're they're making their own deals now um, with a lot of independent artists, too, that give those artists away into the streaming platform and and having them have a closer relationship to the company. 
and um, it's an advantage when pitching music for its influential artists while bypassing the major labels altogether. Although the deals are modest, um, you know, they have advanced payments of like tens, I want to say, yeah, tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, you know, they they pitch their own deals too. And, and, and I don't know, I, I just feel like they're doing it right. That's all I got to say. I I took a couple hits of of Zadoja. So, I'm a little vegetative right now. Speaking of Doja, fuck, man. This Doja is over party that's trending on Twitter. It's astounding. Like back to back, like we canceled, well, not, I don't speak for the, the Twitter sphere, but they canceled Lana, and now we're canceling Doja. Um, so, I mean, I, I was kind of, si- I, I get lost in these Twitter threads. Like, it's, it's not even a thread, it's, it's a spider web. You just get wrapped in, like, the, the bullshit, the gossip, the, the debauchery. So... It's come to light that she has um, been saying some very choice words on Tiny Chat, which is, I guess, this this uh, chat platform where you know a bunch of like gamers and incels and you know the pits of the World Wide Web just come together and I guess talk shit um and she was pretty notorious uh for being on those chats and it's rumored that she had befriended uh like a bunch of white incels and she would strip for them and she would say the n-word with the hard r um and yeah that that's been stirring a lot of controversy I don't condone it However, I do feel that the fact that we're all quick to cancel her and attack goes to show that I, this is the problem with stan culture. It's not even cancel culture. I don't, I mean, I, I don't agree with it, I, but I also come to the understanding that Doja Cat is also a really big troll. She is the product of the internet. She said it herself in interviews that she would just coop herself up in her room and and just, you know, go on Twitch and, and, and talk shit and, you know, receive a lot of flack from people online. And after a while, she would kind of uh, play into it and, and would be as equally offensive back. Um... So yeah, so they they caught a screen grab of her um, using the N word. Um, it was kind of it, it was kind of hard to say because it's it's her image and she's like moaning or saying some shit, um, but it doesn't like match what's being said. And what's being said, I obviously can't repeat. Um, but yeah, it's weird. And then. Then I see other threads with people who are who actually took the time to engage 
with these people who do um who were on the chat with Doja Cat and you know who said that she wasn't racist that yeah you know she'd fuck around she'd show her ass or whatever but you know it wasn't to the extent that um people are making it out to be um she's also being called out for like past homophobic remarks in the past um which she's already addressed and of course people aren't satisfied with the apology and then they also pointed out uh, a past music video she did where she's dressed as like shiva the hindu goddess and apparently she's sexualizing the the hindu goddess and people are up in arms and blah 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 cultural appropriation which in fact a lot of rappers are guilty of cultural appropriation especially amongst like the asian culture like are, are we you know we can go back to like Nicki minaj's chun lee you know or yeah, there's just there's just so many double standards. I mean, it's not even double standards, dude. I I I think it's just we're selective on who we want to cancel. Like I said, I don't condone what she did. I I don't know if that was just like, you know, her trolling and her being a very bored teenager and you know, I I, I don't know. I don't know. And that's what I was trying to figure out. And there were just all these like parody accounts, just like sharing threads of like the same bullshit. And um, and then some of them were even like fake tweets. Uh, it was, yeah, like it was a tweet from like 2015 about Arabic people. Uh, I hate those Arab people that work at a gas station, like go back to the Middle East and blow up a car or something. So that was one fake tweet that i saw yeah yeah and people are using it as ammo to dismantle the fucking doja party um yeah man it's fucking wild you know you wake up one day and you're a sensation and then all of a sudden the world fucking hates you bro it is wild, wild west out here. Yeah, I just... But that's what happens. That's what happens when you stand people. When you put celebrities and public figures onto a pedestal, you know, the backlash is going to be even more ferocious. You know what I mean? Because we stand no matter what. We stand no matter what. You know, like, th th this person is not a politician. There's so many musicians that do ancient things. So many. You know, the list goes on. Uh, future. Future ain't shit. <laughs> future has made a lot of sexist remarks. Um, he sucks as a dad. But I'm not gonna partake in the celeb bashing because... That's not what we do. It's it's mainstream. It's mainstream to cancel. And I'm hipster as fuck. So let's not. Let's not do that. Da, da, da. Yeah. Apparently she was like laughing at the racist things that were being said within the chat. But I didn't really catch that. I just caught like a little like high pitched voice saying the N word. 
and it sounded like her but like it didn't match her mouth like it didn't match the video she could have said it on another occasion I, I don't know I don't know and then people are resurfacing a song that she had in 2015 um I'm not gonna repeat it because apparently it's a slur um, so according to Urban Dictionary, it's a pejorative term used to mock blacks that commit crimes and the excuses that, uh, that's made for them. Um, so throughout the song, she says this, uh, word over and over in the chorus and, um, people took it as though she's making fun of black men and degrading them and, you know, pretty much reducing them to a stereotype and then the other argument is um you know that it's satire it's it's within the perspective of the white man kind of like you know what joiner lucas uh what joiner lucas did with um i forgot that one song that went viral where he's speaking in the perspective of um a trump supporter and then on the other side of the spectrum like he's like going back and forth so that was also an argument like it was just a matter of perspective and you know how it was supposed to be taken um yeah but i i do enjoy these tweets about how lana and her fucking coven did witchcraft in order to get doja canceled right after you know people were People were clamoring down on her. So, as far as the Lana thing, I thought it was in poor taste to prove your point. Um, to to try to prove your point while also um, taking down other uh, fellow female um, musicians as well. So I thought that was in poor taste. Um, but the bigger issue, the bigger uh, conversation um, is that there are racist undertones because uh, just to give you a bit of context on what Lana Del Rey's frustrations were, um, it's pretty much in the past she's been heavily criticized for being anti-feminist and being too submissive in her music and glamorizing abuse and and this like lolita persona you know um so she was pretty much addressing that there should be a place for her in feminism like for women who are delicate and dainty and you know a little bit more passive like you know I consider myself a feminist, but, like, I'm not the, you know, I'm not what you perceive a feminist to be. Um, so she used Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Meg Thee Stallion, uh, Ariana Grande, Kalani, and uh, Camila Cabela as, as examples of women who are open with their sexuality, who talk about fucking and cheating, and who are unapologetic. I guess, you know, with their sexual prowess, but, you know, when, when she does it, it's, you know, she gets heavily criticized, which in fact, like, 
a lot of the musicians that she's named have been ridiculed. If we're talking about Nicki Minaj, I mean, Nicki Minaj was holding down the fort um, for the female rap game, female, you know, um, that like just that demographic in general, like it was waning for a bit. Like the 90s, um, there was like a plethora of uh, female rappers. We had Kim, we had Missy Elliott, we had Queen Latifah, we had Charlie Baltimore, we had, you know, Foxy Brown. Like, it, the list goes on. Trina. Um, and But, you know, around 2009, you know, early 2010s, there, there was a severe drought. And, you know, she was kind of holding down the fort. And, you know, whether you like her music or not, I mean, she was. She was the face of female rap. And she was heavily criticized for everything, you know. People commented on, you know, her her very abrasive, unapolog- uh, unapologetic behavior, you know, the way she looked, you know, her, her surgeries, blah, blah, blah. Um, same thing with Kalani, uh, like the whole... Um, party next door fiasco and how he like posted that picture of her in bed with him while apparently she was dating like a basketball player Um, you know so I guess people weren't really privy to like the timing of their breakup and assumed that Kalani was doing them dirty and she received a lot of death threats and rape threats and and yeah like she this girl she was gonna fucking commit suicide same with ariana grande she was blamed for mac miller's death you know by a lot of his fans which was fucked up um so yeah i mean all of these women women you know have have suffered harsh criticism um so you know for her to kind of i i don't think she was trying to I don't think it was a dig. I don't think it was necessarily like, oh, you know, well, like, fuck these, you know, fuck them, you know, you know, what about me? What about me? So I think people took it as just like some white fragility shit. Um, So I, I, I think I think her aim, like, I understand her frustration, but her having to do that was in poor taste. And it, she could have expressed that a lot more differently. Um, like, do do I think she's a racist? No. I do. I think she's misinformed. Yeah, a hundred percent. But you know, people were people were quick to attack. Um, I seen one tweet that said, uh, Oh, uh, the women, the woman who glamorizes 50s aesthetic, um, like what's like people are surprised that the one the woman who glamorizes 50s aesthetic is also a racist. And, you know, she must glamorize, uh, you know, Jim Crow while we're at it or something, something along the lines of that. Um, yeah, I, I just like I said, I don't agree with it. Um, I don't know, feminism, if we're, even if we're just, like, straying away from, like, the topic of race, um, I think the, the bigger issue is a matter of, like, feminism is kind of all over the place, you know, what, what does it mean 
to be a feminist, like at its core. You know, there's so many different uh, smaller movements within the feminist movement. You know, there's first wave, third wave, um, there's radical feminism, there's intersectional, um, you know, there's your traditional, like, you know, 1970s Gloria Steinem type of feminism. Um, You know, it goes across the board. Uh, So, you know, it's like, can we all agree that we want the same goal? Can we all agree that we just want to be looked as a human, a civil human being who, who is adequate and capable of, of being intelligent and, and innovative and groundbreaking and, and, you know, and just more than, more than meat, more than body, more than consumption, you know, having agency over, our minds and our bodies, um, you know, and I and I feel like that's just that's the underlying thing, you know. If if there's one thing we can't agree on, I think we can agree on that at least. Um, but yeah, I don't know. People people need to talk to each other, man. I I don't think. I think we're so wrapped up in our own views, where we're just we just see red, man. We just see red, and and we want to label. Humans love to fucking label shit, don't we? Good, bad, you know, black, white. And, like, there's no room for nuance. There's a lot of gray area that we're too lazy to touch. But, yeah. Even, like, even, like, when I, when I think about tv tv characters and i know this is like far reach but like there's the most compelling characters are not a hundred percent good or a hundred percent bad that's why the the anti-hero is so compelling you know the walter whites the don drapers the tony sopranos the flea bags what have you you know because there's I don't, people are complicated, man. Nobody, nobody is one of everything. It's, I don't know, it's one long fucking spectrum. But I feel like I've gone on for a little too long. And I feel like I should wrap things up. It's been, it's been quite the week. It's been quite a, quite an eventful week. But I feel like you guys had enough. It's all good. I'll take the weight off. No worries. You guys have been awesome. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, as well as Apple Apple Podcasts, Castbox. Uh, list goes on. And you know what? We we will go visual soon. It'll happen. I promise, scumbags. You have my word. You have my word. You will have those visuals. And you will not be subjected to my nasally monotone Daria sounding ass voice. You'll see you'll see the lovely face that comes behind this this very powerful godlike omniscient voice. <laughs> um but yeah, thanks for tuning in everybody. Mm-hmm.